0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to BioNexus Health Podcast, Autism Uprooted. Today, we have a um, very popular mom in in our podcast. We have um, Benazir from Pakistan uh, has very kindly agreed to give us an update. Um, We started with uh, camel milk with uh, Benazir's son, Hamza. And um, Benny is here to give us an update as to how he's done on the BioNexus Camel Milk Protocol. So um, let's proceed over to Benny.
1: Welcome to the BioNexus Health Podcast with Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw, who holds a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative
0: pediatrics, an internationally recognized pioneering clinician, and author.
1: And now here's your host of BioNexus Health Podcast, Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw. Thank you very much, first of all, for having me here. And yes, I'm very excited to share that uh, Camel Milk Protocol was a very, very effective thing uh, I've seen on this whole journey. Uh, we, in fact, uh, had started seeing uh, benefits from the right from the start um, in our journey with the BioNexus. But still, uh, I must say, as a Camel Milk Protocol was, um, more focused on gut and immunity healing, as you said, before starting that, as you communicated with us. Actually, Benny, uh, I'm sorry, Uh, one, you know, I I wanted to remind
0: everyone that, um, you know, for those who have watched my um, Camel Milk podcast as well, that Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what we did for Hamza was that we started Camel Milk at the right time, you know, it we just did yeah. not go in gung ho. All right, you know, we're going to start with raw, we're going to, so that is yeah. why there is a, a, a
1: systematic protocol, right? Yeah, I have and... actually come here, yeah, exactly. It is very important. In fact, I had to mention, yeah, yes, yes, I can put it this way that, uh when I came to BioNexus, we were actually focusing on mold and lime and pans and pandas. For example, what we diagnosed at that time. And it was, right, right. Uh, yeah, and we followed all the phases of Bionexis. And along with that, uh, almost uh, about after two years as uh, Dr. Jodi, <laughs> you uh, prescribed camel milk. Um, It was almost uh, two years on the protocol when you prescribed him camel milk. And uh, here I want to mention that before coming to Bionexus, I was using camel milk with benefits. I was uh, thinking that maybe it is benefiting. I believe that it is beneficial and it was putting up a a few benefits and might be controlling something. But we uh, then had a gap uh, while having Bionexus protocol. And we started again on your advice. And uh, a few months back, maybe last October, as I remember, or maybe September. Yeah, we were advised to add it back in the protocol. And it seemed like it's not the same camel mail because it really, um, the graph of improvement rose little. uh, I mean, it was steeper. And what I'm talking about is, is his interaction and his speech. Now, coming to the speech, he was able to communicate more, uh, non-verbally, verbally, verbally, and the way he was interacting with his environment. Look, when we have an autistic child at home, usually they are so disconnected, as I've seen and I have experienced. They're so disconnected with their environment that they usually passing by. They don't pick up the toys, don't play well. Uh, For example, these are... Things that we don't uh, pay, uh, kind of uh, move around like a robot yes. that we have to take care of them and uh, somebody must be watching over them. Kind of that, like awareness, uh, yes, self yes. awareness, body awareness,
0: safety awareness, where the body is in space, these are all exactly. higher sensory functions. Yes,
1: exactly. Why mm-hmm. I'm mentioning this, that it's not only important the how he's communicating. His isolation time must also be very beneficial. We must be seeing growing child who's interacting, who's seeing environment, trying something new. That is also important that he's doing good on his own as well. So all these benefits I, I must attribute to the camel milk protocol that we started. I saw improvement in every area. I must mention not only the communication, not only speech, maybe he is not on full sentence speech. Till now, he uses full sentences, but when he is forced to. And uh, for that, uh, we sent him back to the school, as uh, I just mentioned. We sent him back to the school and there he performed better. Whenever he is put to uh, a situation where he is on his own now, and we push him now because uh, he, is, uh, he seems to be ready for this challenge. He really tries to talk more. I have seen him communicating much better uh, now. And uh, even for instance, if I say, for example, last time I took him to a horse riding session, there his horse jumped a bit a few times. He was not supposed to do that when Hamza was riding. He got into panic, but he was calm. Yeah, he, he even... Uh, suddenly, um, you know, got hold on his uh, reins and he made himself stable. All of this counts as uh, how he uh, is able to manage himself. Yes. This all, uh, you know, uh, um, contributes to his getting independent. Yes, it does. You know, you're you're mentioning the horse that
0: again, you know, that is a higher sensory function of being able to uh, physiologically and, um, you know, physically as well, align yourself with your environment. So that requires proprioception, body awareness, environmental awareness, right? You know, and the speed of communication between the brain and your body
1: needs to be super fast reaction time. Reaction time. And look, it was an animal. Even I'm afraid of interacting with the animals like this. And it was all of a sudden uh, the horse wasn't supposed to jump. I don't know why he jumped, but uh, Hamza grabbed it uh, very forcefully. And next time, even in the next session, uh, I was thinking that if he's afraid, he might uh, not want to sit on it. But he went to take uh, take his turn. Before going there, he just uh, said, Mama, uh, uh, my tummy is aching. And uh, then uh, the instructor said, maybe he's a little afraid of the last right. experience. And yes, it he was. But he got to the platform and he very uh, comfortably, um, you know, got on his horse and again started riding. And which is very good. Look, he is thinking that I... Should try again.
0: Should try again. Try to overcome his fear. That's, that's Mm -hmm. again, you know, that's decision-making, that's executive function. That's, that's so important. You know, one thing, um, Benazir, I'd like to, uh, um, I'd like to interject is when we are speaking of the the camel milk protocol, we're, we're speaking, you know, it's a protocol. It's not just camel milk. Like you mentioned before that, you know, you, you were giving camel milk, yes, of course, you know, camel milk is a superfood. You will see nutritional benefit. However, um, you know, like, like I mentioned in my camel milk podcast, I think we'll have to provide uh, a link for that here. That in pans Pandas, Children, mm. anything that stimulates the immune system cannot be used early on. Not until... Inflammation, other triggers, I, identifying all triggers for pans, pandas, and neutralizing those triggers to the best of our ability is key to nutritional success. Because, you know, I mean, for how long are you going to give nutritional, like artificial vitamins? I mean, they're all natural, but I'm saying they're not. Uh, something that the body is manufacturing on, on its own. And the body is capable of absorption, manufacturing its own vitamins, its own um, antibodies, immunity, immune cells, even stem cells, right? I mean, the body has a full capacity for producing all of these different kinds of cells as needed for repair, healing. Uh, Now uh, camel milk, Provides nutrition, a lot of nutrition. You know, it's it's almost similar to breast milk according to research. And when it is added at the right time, along with the right herbals and the right protocol, it does not cause a pants flare. It will not increase because you know, camel milk by nature is going to provide antibodies, beneficial antibodies, but not so beneficial if added at the wrong time.
1: Yeah, I must That's second convenient. that. Yes, uh, I must say exactly as you have mentioned that uh, I haven't seen any pans and pandas obvious players again. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, that is important to mention here that yes, it was the right time and uh, the, because earlier we used to have uh, that and the intensity was getting uh, more and more as, uh, as uh, definitely we have discussed earlier as well. And uh, ever since these issues are controlled, uh, we really dis- respond to uh, the infections uh, with high-grade fever. Uh, and I'm very happy about this because he uh, never had a fever, especially the high-grade fever. Uh, by high-grade fever, I mean, he never even crossed 100, um, uh, 100 or one. I see. Yeah. yeah and now he uh, he responds to such challenges with a proper fever whenever it happens and mm-hmm. even last time he um, he, he uh, had a tummy ache i uh, wasn't uh, able to understand what happened i was in a new place maybe he was uh, he had a little anxiety uh, maybe this caused him indigestion or what but on his way back, he, uh, he had a little tummy upset. But I'm very happy at that time as well. He was able to communicate us that he's ha- having tummy ache. And I used your uh, GIS blend at that time. Mm, yeah, I have it uh, spare in the fridge all the time uh, for such situations. And it really controlled uh, the situation uh, in a couple of days, yes. I love it.
0: I love it, Benny. I love hearing the GIS blend, you know, a gastrointestinal support blend, of course, I have that um, in my purse. I have that. I have the uh, calm and focus support. I have it in my purse as well. You know, anytime we travel, if my son needs it, you know, it's it's like, or he has it in his uh, backpack as well for before the exams, Um, that seems to help. I mean, you know, the kind of exams he is is doing is very high-level exams. So I'm like, it's completely normal because we are not doing coffee. We are not abusing any kind of Adderall, you know, which is uh, rampant here. Uh, Mm. During exams, you know, students uh, end up using all of these things, right? Three, four, five cups of black coffee, Red Bull, this and that, just to be alert. We are not doing any of that. We are just doing... Um, you know, BioNexus herbals just to stay calm and focused. So, mm. I'm really happy. I'm happy to hear about the high fever and that, yeah, he, yeah he's getting fever and he's recovering from it. Yeah. That's can that's he, nature.
1: Yes, exactly. He's not having flares; really? instead, he's having fever. Properly managing uh, the yeah. infections, and indeed, uh, one thing uh, was really funny. I would like to uh, yeah. uh, share here as well. At the same time, when uh, he had a little uh, tummy upset, we were at a, uh, at my friend's place, and we uh, because he had a vomit, um, uh, etc. So we were thinking to uh, avoid uh, the panic of his father. Uh, we decided. I, I and my daughter decided that we, when we'll get back home, uh, we won't discuss this uh, with his father because uh, he might uh, feel a little panicky or something. But when we got home, Hamza especially uh, grabbed his attention. Papa, papa, he said, "What happened, uh, papa? Tummy ache, vomiting. Tummy ache, vomiting." Oh and we my goodness! There, <laughs> and we were trying to avoid but still he insisted he said papa papa it happened and from this i want uh, for the new parents uh, uh especially that he was able to recall and share a past experience with his father which was really uh, you know pleasant experience for me because he was uh, uh, you know discussing something that had uh, happened earlier yes. and i wasn't discussing it he uh, he decided by himself so uh, to share this to inform
0: his dad of a not so pleasant experience that he had you know so that, yeah. that is that's really great see so overall um you know i'm one of the thing that you mentioned benazir was the two years that you know it actually took us two years to be able to resolve and keep in mind, if we are you know to do, to those watching, we are speaking international here from the U.S. Yeah. all the way across the world. So we have to consider you know shipping and customs delays and delays yes. with the medications. Um, additionally, we ran labs, and every child is different because uh, <clears throat> the number of triggers that we found in Hamza have to be addressed before now there are other children that are domestic and you know who don't have similar variables uh, yeah. they, we may add camel milk sooner but usually yeah. yeah bottom line is and again not camel milk the camel milk protocol um, yeah. the bottom line is identify and eliminate triggers for pans I mean you know Hamza is getting fevers not pans. Um, is known as, as the alternate fever response because children with PANS-PANDAS don't get fevers. Um, mm. It goes, right, the, the, it goes into creating autoantibodies that attack the brain. Now, when a child with PANS-PANDAS starts getting a high-grade fever without a PANS flare, that's when you know that true healing has occurred.
1: Yeah exactly and I would second that. Uh, Hamza was seven years old when we got our first protocol so definitely as it was a tremendous you know time of damage that we were having and uh, some things I've seen many people who had exposure for a couple of uh, months or something but Hamza had a very long extended uh, period of uh, exposure Uh, almost at least uh, four years of known Initial four years of uh, yeah heavy exposure to mold. I and uh, still, as we were uh, having uh, such patients, usually have mold uh, hidden in their homes as well. Uh, That's correct. It's not apparently in front of them on walls or something. We have in books, clothes, everything. That also, and we sometimes avoid ventilation. We uh, use air conditioners. Our lifestyles are not that good. So it keeps on building inside and Hamza had very bad detox. All the things we uh, had in labs indicated that he his detox function was really bad. So starting the protocol at seven years, heavy inflammation, heavy exposures, all this contributed to uh, uh, th- those, uh, you know, extended times and again, uh, shippings and uh, even the COVID time, you know, the whole <laughs> Yeah, at that time, shipping was even uh, very difficult at times. Uh, They were taking a long time uh, to deliver the medicine. So all that uh, made this such a long time, but still uh, the change we have seen him is uh, really encouraging. Those who can do this must do this because it definitely helps. And uh, even I believe, personally believe that uh, as we have seen such a change during the protocol and after when we will uh, have, now he's Anza is on a maintenance protocol, which is a very reduced protocol. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the life is quite back at normal. Uh, even if it was back at normal with the protocol, it wasn't that difficult. And there was nothing very, uh, you know, there was no injectables or something like that difficult things just a little uh, spacing out of uh um, things uh, the you know supplements we were using right. uh, only those things yeah so I believe uh Hamza was a very tough case um, in uh, because he had damage initially and tremendous damage and uh in fact I uh now feel that he was actually the situation was worsening with the time which was reversed with the treatment that is and fantastic he, yes
0: so yeah. you know uh, one thing um, i i love that you uh, stressed on the fact that hamza was already 7 years old that's yes. true you know i mean younger the better i have and nowadays uh, you'll be happy to hear nowadays i've had parents you know the awareness is improving that I have uh, uh, parents of uh, uh, seven-month, 10-month-old babies, you know, who have, right, you know, who are having major gut issues, the eye contact is beginning to be less, you know, they're having some developmental delays, and I've got moms and dad, you know, already on it, and, and they are looking for answers because they don't want their child to go into autism and, uh, you know, or any other negative situation. So that, that, that is a very good change happening in the world. And, you know, um, and uh, on a final note, I would like to say that when you mention as an autism family, that life is back to normal, that is huge.
1: Yeah, quite normal. I don't avoid uh, social, uh, uh, you know, social gatherings now. Actually, we have to push Hamsa uh, through it, if, even if, look, for example, sometimes he might get uh, a little sensory overloaded, that's natural. He sure. also uh, uh, gets sensory overloaded. Uh, sometimes there are places where the music is, uh, you know, very loud or the lights are very bright, something like that. That definitely affects everybody and it, it definitely affects Hamza as well. And maybe his response is a bit different, but everybody responds a bit different. So I don't, um, you know, avoid any situation because of that. Good. And people also have to understand that that everybody is different. And uh, secondly, most important thing uh, as a parent, as an autism mom, we want our child to be functional. Yes. Uh, Time to be functional, learning child, interacting, improving child. That's more important. So uh, the smaller aspects of life, that uh, getting sensory overloaded, responding to EMS and all that, are part of life. I don't uh, bother, or uh, I don't, uh, you know, uh, change my decision because of these. Uh, I situations. agree. I agree. Yeah. As he gets uh, gets older, and we
0: continue. With his uh, treatment, you know, a couple of new things, mostly maintenance, you will you will keep seeing improvements. you know I, I'm surprised how long the improvements continue. Yeah. So all right, cool. So thank you so much for you know sharing your uh, camel milk journey with uh, with me today. And I'm sure you know it has been um, very helpful to those watching. And uh, for those of you watching, I will see you uh, next time on another episode of Autism Uprooted. In fact, I think we are going to invite uh, uh, Benazir back again to speak about the, you know, we spoke about the camel milk protocol. Next, we are going to be speaking about the speech protocol. So be sure to watch that one as well, right? Until then. Take care. Namaste. Thank you for joining Master Herbalist Dr. Jodie A. Dashaw, Director of the BioNexus Health Clinic and BioNexus Herbals, on the BioNexus Health Podcast, where we explore and share information and stories about recovering and healing from chronic and environmental illnesses such as mold biotoxin illness, Lyme disease, autism spectrum disorder, fatigue, Crohn's and colitis, mast cell activation syndrome, PANS, and more. Please help us grow our message by subscribing to our podcast channel and sharing the podcast on your social networks. For more information, visit bionexushealth.com. Information within this video, audio, or text collectively known as the podcast, has not been reviewed by the FDA. Nothing within the podcast is intended as or should be construed as medical advice. Information is for general informational and educational purposes only. Consumers of the podcast should consult with their healthcare practitioners for medical recommendations. Seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider. Do not disregard the advice of a healthcare provider based on any information from the podcast. The information within the podcast may contain information concerning dietary supplements or over-the-counter products that are not drugs. Our dietary supplement
1: products are not intended for use as a means to cure, treat, prevent, diagnose, or mitigate any disease or other medical or abnormal condition.